Hello and welcome to World Shop, where we build worlds based off of a worksheet, I think. I'm Jordan. I'm Cody. We did yeah, decide you, that la- yeah, last we did week. Deci- yeah, yeah, and I immediately got, like, I guess skittish. I was like, did we actually agree? Even though we just agreed that we were doing that. Five minutes ago. Yeah, we, yeah. we did. No, it was we probably like two that. minutes ago. It was probably way less than that. <laughs> and for no reason, I just doubted myself. Like, hmm. Anyways, Cody, as usual, what have you been up to, buddy? It's been like a month. <laughs> so do you want to hear the like the big one? There is a big one to talk about. Um, Yeah. D&D movie, hopefully. I saw the Dungeons and Dinobanoids. Yay or nay? Just, just yay or nay? What, what do you think? Hard yay. Yes! Okay, I was so scared you were going to say no. Because <laughs> like, oh, uh, I really enjoyed myself. It was I, really fun. I have a very small number of complaints, but generally it was like 9 out of 10. It was just an enjoyable movie. Like, And I'm trying to think about the right... You know, for what it was trying to be. Because like rating movies is such like a an impossible thing because it's like well it depends on what the movie is trying to be like is is this movie better than hey uh, cody really quick could you not touch your mic while you're talking for the love of god (laughs) um so like is this movie better than pig no you know in the sense that i think pig is like a an uh, an elevated work of art and this is not but, but that's is it okay. more fun than most of the Marvel movies that's been released? Absolutely. It's more original, yeah. And, yeah, it, it and it's so doing something fun. more interesting, and the characters are more interesting, and the stories, like, it, it's contained, and the drama of the story is very relatable, considering it's Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. They did a very smart thing, where it's like, the story is, I love my daughter. That's... Well, that's it. I also love how <laughs> everybody had a fun backstory. Like they they went because that's exactly what you do in D D. You make this like huge backstory that's not a super big part of the story. They really only focused on one dude's backstory, and yeah. I thought that was just like fit really within D D. The other thing that I like is there's like a lot of like snarky like comments that like kind of seem almost fourth wall break. And I just thought of that as like oh this is like an actual like group playing D&D the cross yeah. comments is just table talk and that that made it so much more charming to me but anyways, well, and that was know. like I, I like you know watched people review this movie and I think generally most reviews were pretty positive of it yeah. um I saw very few like out and out negative reviews some of them I just thought were kind of like dumb like honestly the one that blew me away was this guy being like well you know I wouldn't watch this movie and then want to play Dungeons and Dragons and I'm like did we see this? All I want to do now is play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, that's it. I just want to play Dungeons and Dragons forever because I love Dungeons and Dragons, which I do. Um, but this movie just definitely made me want to play Dungeons and Dragons for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like the thing that tickled me, and this is like a similar critique that or not critique, but uh, observation that you made is like i i run a lot of games you know yeah and the amount of stuff in this movie where i watched the characters break the movie and i could just see what, myself where you set up a thing and then your team just completely say nope we're actually gonna do it this way like oh yeah, we're gonna just teleport across it. the bridge and you're just like okay i set up this bridge that you had to cross and you're just gonna teleport across it great Honestly, it was the beginning of the movie. Was me. I laughed so hard. 
at Jonathan. Jonathan, yes. Or Jonathan, whatever. I was in hysterics because, you know. My sides hurt after that. That's so funny. (laughs) And it it was the meta laugh, though, because what I was laughing about was remembering moments where I'm running Mm -hmm. a game and I set up this thing. Then they're like, we jump out the window. And I'm like. You, what? you guys succeeded on your check. You were fine. Why are you okay? I guess I have to write a whole new story now. Thanks. Perfect. And, and I'm just like, you your way of escaping is what? They're like, we wanna we wanna ride a guy to the to the floor. And I'm just like, do you know how much he can carry? And I'm no. just like I guess roll the dice, and then it rolls a 20, and you're just like, I hate you. I yeah, hate that's exact- you. <laughs> the other thing that I really liked is like the thinking of meta talk like right it's like a lot of things like they just sucked at like when they were trying to spoilers sorry they were trying to break into the castle at the end and then like their illusion fails i felt like that was like a nat one or like they, well yeah. not nat one but they like failed that role like i yeah. felt like a lot of the things were like okay i had this great idea and then they do it i felt like they failed the role or like when he was trying to attune like he wasn't rolling high enough to attune. like i just felt like they put certain stuff like that in there both to be funny, but also to kind of like keep the spirit of like, yeah. this is random. Not everything you do is going to succeed. The painting falling over. That's a nat one moment. Yes. Nat, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Where the whole thing goes perfect. It thunk. Like, and no! then the one Yeah. And then one thing goes wrong. And then you yeah. and then you have some people, okay, we have to figure out the puzzle. The other person, I'm just going to like break this. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm just going, I'm just going to figure out a way to break this. <laughs> yep. Uh, or the same thing where, you know, like i've created this intricate dungeon and they're like we jump in a cube and go to the bottom of it and i'm like i hate you okay fine you you do that you rolled it that 20 you do that yeah like great i i want you i wish you were i wish you failed and died i hate you so i made so many monsters i put in specific weapons and chests and you're skipping all that and they're just like yeah we're skipping it like die it's- in a pit I hope you die in a pit. <laughs> I I I don't know. I that movie was just it was just so much fun to me. Like I just had so much fun watching it. Yeah, it was like, just a good time. I, I mean, through. I went to the theater by myself, but I was like, like my sides hurt. I was laughing so much at some parts. I we were in a theater. Me and Mandy went, and her parents watched our kids, so we got yeah. to you know make an evening of it, and uh, it was mostly empty (laughs) well no okay so there was like two old dudes and us right in this Mm -hmm. theater and it was a small theater and now theaters do the thing where they replaced all the chairs with couches that are like three seats big yeah and recline and stuff in it which is nice if you actually get one of those seats but it means that there's way fewer seats anyways um and then like a family with little kids showed up and that was hilarious because they didn't get any of it you know they were Uh. asking so many questions just like out loud and like and, and I don't the think parents the parents, like, oh, fine. I don't think the parents knew what was going on either. Oh like, really? I they don't know. Like Dodge the Dragons fans? That's no, it did not. That did, it seemed like we have to do something with the kids, and this movie's oh, cheap. <laughs> yeah, and I heard that this movie's really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's what I liked when I went. Like I like could tell that everybody there was a D and D player or fan. Like, like yeah, DMs, yeah. like players, all of it. Because like everything that they set up, like ev- like everybody got, everybody was on board with. Right, also the right. paladin character i freaking love that was I, so funny to me just the true lawful good was just so funny to me i hated him <laughs> immediately in a good way 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was just so funny. Just a true lawful good that they did of him. It's like, why are you just so good? What? <laughs> yeah, just annoying the whole way through. Yeah, uh, then when he walks away, just walks over the rock. <laughs> Again, I felt like that was table talk mode. <laughs> where it's like, oh, so he, does he just walk away? Yeah, straight line. <laughs> well, and it's also like when you're a GM and you make a character, a lot of times you make them kind of like this really annoying archetype, you know, just to show up and be that annoying archetype. Yeah. Also, yeah. the... Uh, the amount of practical effects yes crazy like not all the monsters were cg there was a lot of practical monsters or like dudes in suits you know yeah yeah man i can't wait for you just to eat on on mic just chew directly onto mic it's just, a shake slurp up a, a shake you, you i'm eating nasty nasty man just just slurp it down shake uh I'm turning it to you, I realized. I'm just what like, are you doing? Just turning it to you, saying slurping down a shake a bunch and talking about how you're eating, what you've done to me before. I don't mm. think I've ever done that to you. Okay, nah. shut up. <laughs> but yeah, no, you got anything else? I'm very close to beating Elden Ring, a game that yeah, I want to beat so I can play Zelda. Yeah. I, so I don't know if I'll be able to play it, but Zelda is like almost finished downloading on my Switch. So maybe I could get a preview tonight. I don't know. Mm, it probably unlocks at midnight. Yeah, I, I am not staying up till midnight because I, I got home at like 1.30 last night. I was like, okay. Oh, was all that stuff we talked about before last night? Yes, it was all last night. <laughs> oh, dad, go. Yes. So you're probably Yeah, tired. yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I drink a lot of coffee. By a lot of coffee, I mean two, two cups of coffee. That's all. <laughs> you told me you don't drink coffee. No, no, I told you, well, I started drinking coffee so I don't fall asleep at work. And then it turned from I don't drink coffee to I don't like coffee, but I drink it. Now it's like I'm indifferent to coffee is where I'm at. You'll get there. Just give it time. Freaking hate you. <laughs> Someday, Jordan, you'll be chill. Here. Someday. <laughs> oh, man. I I don't know if that day will ever come. People are like, oh my gosh, you're so nice. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, I am hateful. <laughs> I, like, no, you said that. You, to me. Cody, you said that you're poison. And I think for me, it's like, I'm hateful. <laughs> That's just <laughs> You're poison. I'm just, I'm just a hateful person, but it's fine. Um, so, yeah, you got anything else before I. T- yeah, you're beating Elden Ring. Um, yeah. Dungeons. And- I saw Mario, but I think we already talked about that. Yeah. Not on it air, was good. I, I enjoyed it. it was I fun. have no Anyways. interest. I just heard it's just subpar. Just, just fine. It's passable. I think. I, I think par. It's par. Par. It's par. Okay. Yeah. I have no desire to see it in theaters. I'll probably watch it with a group on Discord eventually, or or watch it maybe with well, Diana and that people. I would also say it is a children's movie. If you're yeah, if you're I'm not thirty gonna years go old, see a, you yeah. shouldn't find it satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I will find someone's child to watch it with. <laughs> In a okay, don't make that creepy, Cody. We, it just oh yeah, sounds speak, like you're doing a kidnapping, you know. Yeah, oh, speaking of, we watched um Kiki's delivery service this past weekend with um, yeah! a child. Yeah, no, dude, I I love those movies, and it was really good. It's like, oh yeah, this is one of the child-appropriate Ghibli movies we can watch. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them that are pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah, Princess Mononoke. Even like Spirit of the Way is like super freaking heavy. I remember watching Spirit of the Way like really young and just being like, 
very weirded out by it. <laughs> the whole stink spirit scene just like really is like, what is happening? Yeah, it's actually kind of freaky at points. Yeah. And oh, extremely so. Thematically kind of parents heavy, turn yeah. into pigs. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a great coming of age movie. It's fantastic. One you can't end a sentence while I mid tip in a milkshake, Jordan. <laughs> I, I I tried to I tried to like I tried to lay that out, but that's why I stopped. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. You know, he's just. You know just what I need? To, I need to do the Alex Jones slush. thing where I'm like horking down a whole hamburger, <laughs> just, and then I'm like, just, continue. <laughs> just eating fries. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. It's fine. I, I, I'm listening. <laughs> I am listening uh. to you, sort of. I'm also listening to music but you know what are you listening to um hang on let me switch over a song oh i yeah i meant to Foo send Fighters. you the one band which uh, album new one or, uh, just, are there new just single? random oh. stuff random shuffling on youtube i actually recently listened to foo fighters this past weekend um whatever album has the pretender on it echoes and something yeah don't don't remember what it's called but yeah no and then i've listened to um hole for the first time courtney loves band they're great I don't think I've ever listened. Who's who is that? Who's Courtney Love? Mm-hmm. Um, in the least degrading way, she was married to Kurt Cobain. Oh, yeah, no, she's great. I really enjoyed that album. I, I straight never up listened like to it before. didn't Completely really blanked out on her. Yeah, <laughs> I just kind of didn't know. Like, I know that's like a thing people talk about, right? But I just like didn't yeah. really know who who that was or remember her name. But anyways. Yeah, no, no. Her, her music, like, I, I really, is yeah, same, her, the first few albums are, like, same style as, like, Nirvana grunge, a little bit, um, punkier, I think. But, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed Hole. Hole was I great. I did not know that. That's yeah, interesting. Um, and then there's a band I wanted to send you. They're, like, a jazz, Australian, like, jazz fusion band that I think you would like. Ooh. I'm um, actually, look them up right now. Um, Here, I'll send you the name in our chat. This is something we should have probably done before um, we got on. Nah, man, that that's what that's what I'm, brings reality and authenticity I just sent, to. I just our... sent the name Hiatus Coyote. I think is how you pronounce that. But yeah, K A I Y O T E for those. But yeah, no. Since we're talking about music, the thing um, I've been doing this year has been trying to listen to an album every day. I am now at two hundred and thirty-five albums this year. So far, um, yeah. There, what are you? You're 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 looking upset. I'm not upset. I just okay. put on. I just started their album. Which one? Choose your weapon. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, no, that's the one I listen to. It's real good, real spot on it. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been listening to a lot of music, and it's been great. It's been a lot of like branching out and listening to stuff I've never listened to before. Stuff that I've like heard a bunch about, but like never, um gave a chance there's so there's been like a lot of moments in my listen through some of these albums where it's just like oh yeah no i get it i get why this was a popular musician and why everybody was talking about them like the the embar- the most embarrassing one i think for me was i um listened to amy winehouse for the first time and i was like oh yeah no that makes sense <laughs> it's i like, didn't know you never listened to amy winehouse before. no i heard um rehab and that's about all oh <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, that is a good song, really? but yeah. Yeah, maybe someone should have, um, you know, stepped in and, like, you know, helped her get clean. <laughs> maybe. That, yeah, maybe. I mean, we, this we is did, a as a collective issue. country, watch watch a woman um, kill herself slowly, which is real messed up. But, you know, it's fine. This gets <laughs> into a weird it. thing about parasociality that 
I, well, I'm not saying that we could have done anything. I meant like her friends and family. <laughs> we could have yeah, done crap. Is this not kind of the thing that famous people complain about? Is like what friends and family? Like you know, you yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big thing. But yeah, no. I listened to Amy Winehouse for the first time. Yeah, no, I get it. I understand why everybody. Like, oh, and then the one I sent you, where you're like, "How have you not listened to them before?" It's Wu Tang Clan. Listen yeah. to them for the first time. I'm like, this is exactly the type of rap music I like. How have I not listened to it before? Yeah, but there's a, given a big, there's a reason why. But oh, is uh, there? We're gonna, t- yeah. It's this is more of a topic that we'll discuss on this episode of side characters that I'm oh. recording this weekend. Um, basically the, um, I guess, racial tension behind listening to rap music and being perceived one way and then being called certain things for not listening to rap music and becoming resentful of rap music. That's why I didn't listen oh, to Wu-Tang. Oh, you mean rap music in general. I thought you meant specifically Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, yeah, no, no, not specifically Wu-Tang. But yeah, that, like, that, that seems like, like exactly the kind of rap music you would specifically really Oh, yeah, enjoy. no. <laughs> when I listen to the album, I'm like, oh, no, I absolutely love this. This is amazing. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what surprises me about it is that there's like, you've sent me a lot of rap music, and I know you've listened to a lot of rap music, and I'm like, how did all of that happen before <laughs> Wu Tang Clan? Oh, because I do my list by random number. Like, it's ah. my list is number, and I put it. So I can be completely unbiased in my picks for the day. I put in a random number and then I just list. I just have to force myself to listen to it. And then I almost always sense. end up enjoying myself. There's only been one time when I just did not have a great time. And that was the Deftones fault. You don't like Deftones? At least not that album. <laughs> Around the Fur was just not fun for me. Now I'm trying to remember if I know what the Deftones are, because I don't think I was thinking of the Deftones now. Yeah, see? I, that's So I put them on the list because I, I was not thinking of the Deftones, and then I listened to the album like, this is not what I was expecting! <laughs> and that's like most of the reason why I didn't enjoy it, but it's like, this this is not what I was expecting! But yeah, no, um, yeah, and then, yeah, lots of Hang music, on. and then I've been watching a lot of anime. What? This song Diana's- is called Shaolin Monk Motherfunk. Yeah, it's great. That it's is fantastic, isn't it? A really good name. <laughs> yeah, it's great. This band is great. I like I like because I just so I did random number generator and like one of Leo's friends had suggested it for me. And so I just put it on not knowing anything or what this band I saw the cover of their album looks almost like a metal or punk cover. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. And that's what I was expecting. And then you hit like after the intro, you hit the Shaolin Monk, uh, yeah, that whole song. And I was like, holy crap. Not what I was expecting. I love it. <laughs> it's good stuff. I wish I got jazz. I don't think well, you I've don't ever... Jazz. I thought you liked jazz. I don't... Not really. Like, I do, but not really. I'm trying to think of the right way to describe this. Do you know when you first start listening to a genre of music, you don't always, like, pick up on it right away? I think it's why... Well, it's not the only reason why. But, like, I think it is part of a reason why people get, like, very pigeonholed in a kind of music. So, like... When I was growing up, I just didn't know anyone that listened to rap music, right? And then yeah. I heard that a lot, like people just going like, "Oh, I don't like rap." And I can kind of understand uh, well, partially yes, but I also think there is like a reality of like you start listening to rap and you're like, "This doesn't sound like what I expect music to sound like," you know? Yeah. And so you just go, "Ah, eh, turn it off and forget about it." That's kind of how I feel about jazz, <laughs> where like I didn't grow up listening to a lot of jazz, and then I listen to oh, jazz I and I'm did. like, 
I don't feel like I get this, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I grew up listening to a lot of jazz because of my dad and like never looked back. It's great music. And and then I think the other thing, too, is if you type in like best jazz song, you end up with just garbage. And it's like, well, OK, yeah. like th- this song does. See, yeah, it's kind of a thing where you have to like talk to someone who really loves jazz and they'll be like, no, no, no. Listen to these albums. And yeah. then it's yeah. Yeah. It's not something where you can just look up on Google. What's good jazz music? Because it's always just like here's just like pretty substandard jazz. <laughs> Yeah, like the standards but, yeah. that I've probably already heard, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I hope well, I hope you enjoy this album. Uh, right now I'm enjoying this album. It's really yeah. good. But Hiatus Coyote on Choose Your Weapons. Their album Choose Your Weapons. It's very good. Australian people. <laughs> I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but yeah um anyways cody after our meandering intro um you want to get started on the actual thing that we're doing for the show now we could just talk about dungeons and dragons more that's cool i liked that they made the barbarian not exactly dumb but she was not like she was good at punching stuff and that was like yeah and that's what she should be good at (laughs) yeah no i really liked that um I wish the bard had also done Michelle some Rodriguez is great. Yeah, that's see, that's what I was like trying. I I forgot to bring this up to you earlier when we shouldn't be doing this right now because we have a show to get to. But that's the one thing that I mentioned before is like I didn't want to say anything about it because it's technically a spoiler. Technically, but yeah, it was weird that the bard didn't do any spells and he was like primarily just the mastermind, like music player guy. Like didn't do like bard stuff really Uh, a good point that someone made i was watching a reviewer talk about it and he's like he kind of does because he does like bardic inspiration like he inspires other people i guess yeah and it like they really had to narrow everyone's thing right because like yeah druids are casters too yeah yeah and so like you can't they didn't have the druid shooting spells just the sorcerer shot spells that kind of like let those things be very pigeonholed, which yeah. made it clearer who they were. You know, no one yes. had a sword except the paladin. The paladin was like, yeah. I have a sword. The barbarian, honestly, I feel like they did the most with the class because like the one thing yeah. I loved is that barbarians can do improvised weapons. Like they have a, a skill for that. And I like that she just didn't have a weapon. She's just like, my weapon is brick. Eh. Eh, eh. and that's or all you need even like the axe when it got like the fire on it or whatever she's like okay this well she it. barely <laughs> used it like if you watch the yeah. whole movie she hardly uses that axe well yeah but i'm talking like the scene where like it gets like all melty and she's like yeah okay this will do and just yeah. like goes with it yeah she doesn't have like her special weapon that's not her thing yeah so i liked weird. that um but so it's like it felt like the bard was the most like under utilized as like what he could do but other than, I also get though that if you're showing this movie to a bunch of people who don't play a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons, having just like he's he's a guy, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> makes it easier. Yeah, and I and I, th- I think it was like that made the movie accessible for people who don't just want to watch like a fun goofy movie. Yeah. Anyways, Cody, you can't avoid the actual topic. What are we doing today? We're doing a worksheet world. Yeah. Okay, Cody. Um. So we went in completely unprepared and blind. So Cody. What type of world do we want to do? You want to do a Dungeons and Dragons like, world? So, like, like your okay. face is immediately like no. So we no, don't no, have no, to no. do that. No, 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 no. It's not immediately no, but like Dungeons and see when you say Dungeons and Dragons world, there's already a very specific 
world for Dungeons and Dragons. Do you mean like the idea of like a fantasy world with some of the principles of Dungeons and Dragons? What are we talking like a city that we're going to make? But what do you mean by Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, is this is sort like, of a problem because like I didn't, I did yeah, know. You didn't think before you spoke, huh? Interesting. <laughs> no, it's just, I've never used Dungeons and Dragons actual world ever the whole time that I've played Dungeons and Dragons. Um, well, that's a problem, Cody. <laughs> it's not. It just means I've always not, made it yeah. up, you know? So I guess it yeah. would just be like starting with the like player's handbook, make a world for these creatures to inhabit and play a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you want to do it like that and make some sort of like world where the rules of Dungeons and Dragons can exist, then yeah, I'd be down to do that. Maybe what I mean is a sword and sorcery world is probably the like Yeah, generic... that's why I said the, one of the first things I said was like, oh, like a fantasy thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, now, yeah, my so next wait, question... Let's start, wait, hold on, let's start over. Hey, you want to do like a fantasy world? <laughs> Woo! Um, I mean... There's like a million questions on this thing. We don't have to answer them all. We have but never guess, answered them all, no. We, yeah, we speed run like the last 40 every single time because we're like, oh yeah, there's a lot of questions. <laughs> but um, I guess, where, where, where do you want to start? Because like we have like the principles of like what well, the rules of Dungeons and Dragons, but like what type of fantasy do you want to go like dark fantasy you want to go like fairies and fun do you want to go um sad and depressing what do you want to hit okay can i be honest with you and you have to promise not to be mad at me i'll i'm gonna be furious you really have to promise okay i'm gonna promise i, I drank a lot of tea and i have to pee again really bad <laughs> i'm not mad cody no you go pee yeah man bad episode part two everybody hey cody i got a really important question for you yeah did you wash your hands? No, never. Ah, oh, jeez, Louise, dude. I don't get Anyways. this whole you have to wash your hands constantly thing to me. All BS. I work in wastewater, man. So, Cody, what do we want to start with for this world? I just want the whole audience to know Jordan was very mean to me and he cut it out. And that's why the energy seems weird <laughs> You now. know I can just cut this out, too. This is why people think you're nice and I'm mean. Because you get to cut Cody, out people, when you're no, mean. No, no, Cody, Cody, sir, they know that you're mean to me. They have because seen it you off air, too. They've seen it off air. Cody has seen how... Uh, Cody, Diana has seen how you treat me. Diana is incredibly you, biased in this matter. Not at all. What? She's your friend first. Well, okay, sort of. But anyways, all right. Yeah, what? Anyways, Cody, how... All of this is going to come. How do we want to start this f world? Okay, so <laughs> I... Ooh. You know, I was thinking about it, and I have my standard answer, which is, you know, like, whimsical adventure. Goblins, and it's going to be whimsical, yep. Yeah, but go. I'm like, maybe maybe I need to stretch my muscles a little bit here and not just okay. do high whimsy and do something Thank else. You. Okay. But that I don't know what that is what now, you, you know? I mean, we can do a whimsical dark fantasy world. Well, sort of. Yeah, to a point. Your goblin can be witty, but he is going to be diseased. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get that out without laughing, and I just couldn't. Ain't life so fun! I'm gonna die next week. I have the rot. This is a very whimsical world where everyone got syphilis. 
<laughs> I have the rot. The it's rot. in my bones. In I'm my going bones. to die. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Anyway, anyways, ignoring me. <laughs> so you don't want to do the rot world? <laughs> See, my immediate thought is going to be like, okay, let's do um fantasy but then also like have some sort of technology but then that's just steampunk and you know i don't like steampunk why do you hate steampunk so much we had a whole episode on this well just (laughs) i'm not repeating myself just because i think that i honestly i think it's what makes me and you completely different writers i think people who do steampunk stuff make it way too freaking whimsical and i hate how oh look at all these gadgets and gears on my hat i hate it I hate it. Have you, have you seen the Key and Peele sketch where the guy is like, I'm <laughs> yes! so fucked now? Yes, yes, I, uh, yes, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah, amount yeah. of which, there's so many of those skits that are just like, whenever one of them is Cody, irrationally angry, I'm just like, this feels like a conversation me and Jordan have had. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was like, I've watched that show and been like, yeah, no, this is just me and Cody. <laughs> Like like the um the outcast episode really sometimes can't be it's like, oh man, I just want to do this weird and fun thing, and I'm just like What? No. <laughs> no. So good. Oh, okay. That's one of my okay, favorites. so no, I think we have it. We're doing we're doing steampunk for sure. Okay, I'll just let's do steampunk. Just all clocks. Okay. okay. Can can we can we up the technology? I'm not saying make it cyberpunk, but can we up the technology a little bit? Diesel punk? Like, like, sure. What do you mean? Um, I don't actually know what I mean, Cody. We're going to find it by I, starting. I, I I said this in the space, Um, but yeah, this is the bad episode part two. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> What's what's wrong with this but, episode? You're so you're so you're so gr- you're so grumpy. All right, so all, Cody, have I ever once been not grumpy? I don't think yeah, so. I'll think about that for a minute. Steampunk world. All right, we're going. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so what is the setting of your world? Steampunk world. Now, I want to. I have a hot take on the setting of our world. Right. This is. Okay. I think steam really needs to be integral to the world. Like, this is a steampunk world. Okay. Clocks all the so way we're down. Saying guys, no, okay, no, we're not doing that. But no. We're saying, like, geysers and stuff. Yes, like, that's what I actually meant. Like. Is but, that, like, the world itself is actually, there is not just they're creating steam. Like, their steam is part of the world itself. Ooh, and you know what? Okay, so I want you to know the train of thought that I went to to get here. I like the idea that the world is steamy, right? Now, Ooh, I meant hello. that in, like, the bow-chick-well-well way. Yeah, I know you did, Cody. That's why I immediately did my thing. But then I started thinking through it, and I'm like, okay, so how would that work if it's a steamy steam world, right? And so what that would mean is that it's, like, it's really cold. You're going to make me jump out my window. No, it's really cold, right? It's like a snow world. Sorry, I bumped my mic. It's a snow world where there's these geysers of steam firing off, and then people have to huddle together for warmth next to their little steam heat generators you know so it's like a snuggly steam world because it's cold so people have to snuggle up and get warm i like the idea because like yeah you don't really see too many like winter based steampunk yeah yeah yeah. but that's a good contrast because you know like when it's really i I, I like that actually yeah because the you know 
it'd be a punchy Sorry, you, you amount go, of steam. You, you, went, you went cold and you went steam, and I immediately thought of, uh, oh, you went geysers, and I immediately thought of Yellowstone. I'm like, oh, we could have like a chromatic lake. Like Ooh, in, uh, yeah, I like, like that. A really cool, cool set piece is like the chromatic. Maybe like because because of the heat coming off the lake, maybe the city is set around that, and like there's like geysers in the area. Well, I definitely or, or they think ta- they taps geysers in the area because of like that that area is just like super warm. Well, and, and I um, think cold. that it's like so nowhere on the planet is really warm, but that's why they have to like warm or. They have to capture the steam and like, so you have like these steam bubbles that are like, it's all greenhouses, you know, where they pump steam into it, creates a uh, like hot human environment. This can make it steamy. So this is like very chainmail bikini, right? So like when you go in the bubbles, it's like everyone immediately, everyone is in bikinis. Why do you have to do this? Everyone is in chainmail bikinis. Why do you have to do this? Why? Why? The amount why, of Cody? pinched skin, why? you know, is horrible. Why, Cody? That, that's why you don't have chainmail bikinis. I'm veto. I'm vetoing that idea. Who says you get to <laughs> veto things? You're not the president of we this said, podcast. We, no, no, we said this like like five um worlds, not worlds ago, but five uh, workshop uh, worksheet worlds ago that we can veto an idea if we absolutely disagree. How many vetoes do we and each I, get? I don't know. You want to pick a random number? Here, I'm going to roll a d6. What? I'll say this: you don't get a you don't get another veto until I get a veto. So we okay, have to sure, yeah. so we have to even it okay. out. Yeah. So no, the next okay. time yeah, you want to yeah. do anything so I can't just, sad, yeah. So I can't veto everything you say in yeah. a row. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And if you good. say like, anything like sad, rule. I'm immediately vetoing it. Um. Yeah. No. They built uh, the city out of the bones of a dead dragon who used to protect them, and he died tragically during the war. <laughs> during the dragon war. <laughs> Just yeah, the dragon, dragon wars with like an AK forty-seven <laughs> and a helmet on. <laughs> Why didn't you go to Sword and Shield? Why didn't you go to AK forty-seven? Why does the dragon have a bazooka? Like a full-size dragon with a machine gun. <laughs> it's like he's smoking, a, he's smoking a big old cigar, just shooting. <laughs> Oh, it's like okay. way no. too it's like way too real too like he gets blown up and his like legs off and he's like ah tourniquet. <laughs> oh god it's like one of those super realistic war movies yeah. where like even it's the like, gunshots sound actual real yeah, yeah. saving private dragon you know <laughs> tom so, hanks yeah, is just the there <laughs> dragging a whole dragon off like <laughs> Into Ooh. a foxhole, like I got you. You're gonna make it. Ah, uh, yeah. The dragons land on the beach of the chromatic lake, and the one's like gets shot in the helmet. He looks at, it, he's like, oh. Then he gets shot in that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the whole thing. Um. So yeah, the city's built for the. <laughs> We're not doing any dragon stuff. No dragon stuff. <laughs> okay, so you're vetoing that idea. Cool. We actually shut that. Wait, down. no. This is Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, I'm back around to being. Yeah, cool there has dragons. to be a dragon. There has to be a dragon. Or we're screwed. Yeah. We're getting sued. <laughs> we're getting sued oh, by Dungeons man. and Dragons for using their property without permission. Anyways, I mean, they tried to do that to people. <laughs> that was like a whole thing. <laughs> Not sued, but they tried to get um, you know, people to have to pay to like use their properties for like um podcasts and stuff. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Yeah, I mean, don't worry about it. This is like something I kind of watched a lot about. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um. So <sighs> okay, and so the next part of the the worksheet is all about races, um. And I think that we can just assume whoa, standard D and D races. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? S- s- sir, what I said the city 
is going to be built for the bones of the dragon. And then you said no dragon, then you said yes dragon. Yeah. So are we doing dragon yeah. city? Well, okay, it's not okay, only cool. built from the bones of a dragon, because that's Well, no, no, crazy. no, but I will say, like, like fa- foundation, you get, like, a little bit of the look of, like, the, you know, like, you know. So you want a little bit bone clock. Dragon-y. Got it. That'd be kind of fun. I said yeah, bone you know clock, by the way. Like, there is <laughs> yes, an Yes, I heard clock. I heard, wow, way to make this gross. Anyways, so there's a dragon bone <laughs> clock. <laughs> Wolverine's secret power is... <laughs> Anyways, keep going. Keep going. Ignore me! All right. me. <laughs> so, D&D races, all right? What's your yeah. thought on this? I, I have some feelings, but I want I want I don't want to just monopolize. I them. was gonna say all the D and D races. Yeah. Well, yeah, but all, like all the D and D races, all of them. Yeah, there's just Charnathans all the way down. <laughs> the 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 one the one um race that's like your half ghost. All of them. There's a lot of there's a lot of fan all. Extended. Well, not just no, stuff. no, no. I'm talking about the ones in the books, like, like. Oh, there's not that many um, then. If you just go straight player's handbook, it's just like the standards. No, no, no. I'm like all the expansion books. Oh well, um, yeah, that's gonna get crazy. But no, no, no. I mean, like l- talking about the standards, like how do you imagine their different cities looking or their different settlements looking? Wait, sorry, say that one more time. I was looking for the race. Oh, the Kalishtar is what I was talking about. That's like half spirit, half human. Sure. Anyways. Those they're they they live in the snow because oh. the. You know, so it's like when you go out in the snow, there's just ghosts around. That's kind of fun, actually. No, that is actually kind, of, kind of like nomadic almost. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like because because they're they're not like they're technically dead. Like they don't have to worry about like you know they can't freeze to death, warmth or so. Yeah, yeah. So they're just chilling. That's that that's kind of fun. Actually. I love that idea. Okay, there so be like, yeah, like like a settlement of undead in the snow. That'd be kind of fun. Well, nomadic undead in the snow that's kind of fun okay anyways the cities what what did you say before i wasn't we're talking about the different races and like how their how their civilizations would look well i think there's only one race (laughs) anyway scotty don't let me die on that good lord jordan (laughs) cutting that out nope there's one race it's all hobbits it's just halflings (laughs) okay okay we need to I was going to say we need to get serious, but that's the exact opposite of what this show is. We need to focus. <laughs> I'm I'm on my A game, all right? So, I'm on my like F game. Do you want me <laughs> do you want me to do mine first cuz you're not going to like it? Yeah. Okay, we're starting with dwarves. Okay, so most of the different you know, groups of people live well, on the surface. Dwarves are tinkers. Are you going to say it's like the gear stuff on just, the ground? Is that what you're going to say? Just let okay, me have shutting this. Up, shutting up, all right. Shutting up, shutting up. Most of the different civilizations live on the surface, right? Now, yeah. the result of that is those different races that live on the surface actually have to do a lot more technologically than the dwarves who are very adept at living underground. Now, the dwarves that live underground live in steam tunnels. Steam tunnels are like offshoot branches from the main steam geysers that all pop out. That all are like all over the surface, right? So the underground parts of this world, it's actually way more of what you would expect from like, they're really druidic, right? So they're very in touch with nature. It's all these like tide pool glowing underground things. So these dwarves are not um, like we mine the earth, you know, they're we cultivate these beautiful underground cities, you know, of like growing moss and 
luminous mushrooms and weird bacterias and blind fish. So it's a very alien looking world underneath, you know, but it's also very hot, very humid, unlike the surface that's very cold. It's very steamy. Dwarves are total nudists. They're just naked and glistening. Oh, just see, I knew I, I, little I, was liking the, I was liking the idea until you said that. Yeah, last yeah, no, they're like real crunchy granola hippies down there. Just like we have to feel the rocks are just like rolling around on steamy, warm rocks. You know, I'll give Fine. I'll give I'll you loincloths, right? Okay, there. But yeah, this is the fun idea. thing then. You know, imagine this weird cultural thing where like elves that are like bundled up in furs like that's kind of fun. Go yeah. subterranean and there's just these like little dwarves that are just like sweaty and glistening just like, "Hey. Welcome to the Wonder Emporium," <laughs> you know. Mm. And it's a beautiful luminescent you know, Eden of naked dwarves. I mean, I liked everything up till the naked dwarves, but I mean, why would they need to wear clothes? Good. Dwarves have naturally I tough do, skin. I don't know. I see. I'm not even upset about that. I'm upset that like you had to throw in nudity somehow. You had. To I did. You know, weird. what's the best part about this though. You're out of vetoes because I let you have dragons. I know I am, and that's why I said I'm fine. I don't. Like, I'm not like it's a cool. I'm thinking more of the world itself down there. It's like a very cool idea. Though you did take up a large portion of this world by saying like the entire underground is dwarves. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the entire, but a lot. Okay, your turn. Hit me with someone. Um, See, th- th- that was like the thing because like you-, you said all your stuff and then I was thinking like, oh, w- what would the tieflings be like? You know, the like hell demons. Um, But like that, that would be... W- See, but I don't want to see. I was going to say maybe they would also be subterranean, but like a level further down. But I don't want to like just keep building further and further down into the ground when we have a hole up here. Let's just say I'll, I will build further to the ground, but I think the next one needs to be something above. That's ground. fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, th- I think the tieflings are either, even further underground. And I, I like the idea that it's your cool, like, luminous thing. And then, like, one lay- layer under is just straight up hell. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's just like, Balrogs like, down there. Yeah, but they, but they, like, crack the ground. And you can, like, see, like, you know, there's, like, splits in the ground where you can see, like, the lava. And it's, like, that's, like, your area It's like, nice and comfortable for the dwarves. But if they went down a layer down, it's just like, oh my god, no. It's like we are like we're getting sunburned down here. There's not even a sun. What? And it's just like, yeah, there's lava. And like, yeah, lava pools and like, you know, have figured out a way to like traverse through the lava with different vehicles and stuff. Steam vehicle. Well, eh, not steam. Because <laughs> it's too hot down there. Why what? why wouldn't you Gears? be able to use steam if it's really hot? Mm-mm. You, you you know you need water for steam but i was thinking like well yeah but if you put water layer. down there yeah I guess, it would become yeah. steam yeah. you'd have to figure out a means yeah, yeah. of cooling it which i mean you could do with compressors Ooh. you know oh I, I i like the idea that they have like you know away from your goblin city that you created <laughs> um that they have like surface up like a hole to the surface and because it's so cold the heat rising up melts some of that snow and that comes down as water and that's how they have their water source yeah yeah i like that i think that makes that'd sense. be kind of fun all right you're yeah, ready for be, my that's kind of ready for my abro- I'm above so, ground I'm still suggestion doing it. oh you're still no, going no, 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 sorry no, no, no. i thought you were done i'm still going yeah no, 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 but i would say like a river of magma kind of like you know splits the area and that's how you traverse it but i like the idea that they dug their homes and like you know into the sides of like I guess cliffs 
and stuff like that. But like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of like, you know, like magma shelves and, you know, and there's like a lot yeah. of pouring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. It's hell, but fun. <laughs> it's hell, but fun. <laughs> Solid answer. <laughs> Which if I ever make an amusement park, that's what my uh, slogan's going to be. It's hell, but fun. <laughs> that should be it's the, hell, but fun. That should be like on all of your stories. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to go back and edit every episode description hey, jordan writes a world that's hell but fun all right i have a really good one you ready for this no dragon born all right so we have established okay. that there was a world war ii-esque war with dragons and other dragons <laughs> i'm kidding that's just canon now no okay here's here's my suggestion right no no it's canon it's canon i have a good suggestion yeah. hear me out world war ii dragon is canon that's my suggestion are you gonna veto it cody world war ii dragon was a real thing <laughs> okay let me get this out it's good all right <laughs> So you can imagine, like, the final death throes of this dragon, right? It's using its body to, like, protect the, the like, early civilizations from whatever attack is coming, right? <laughs> from when they drop the nuke. Yeah, whatever. You know, its body is wounded by many, you know, attacks from whatever was killing it, right? And it bleeds Ballistas. out all over the city, right? Ooh, okay. And yeah. now this blood. creates like a blood curse or a blood blessing, Ooh. depending, right? So the people that lived in this city where this dragon died, you know, the blood got into the food, it got into the water, it like bathed this whole city in blood, which does need to be called like <laughs> the Crimson Burg or something like that, right? Uh, or like, you know, the Crimson Tower, right? You could, come, you could come up with a better name, yes. Right, but it's a city that is bathed in magic dragon blood. And ever since then, everyone that's born there or like most people that are born there are dragon-ish. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like a spectrum. Ah, that's a sitcom that exists in the world, dragon-ish. Huh? I was going for a blackish joke. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, though? But it's like how much like yeah. magically their DNA was altered to be kind of a dragon. So there's some people like that the are the idea of having like hybrid races where it's like yeah. not just straight dragon born, but like you have like half elf, half dragon. Yeah, because yeah, kind of it would be anyone that was living there. It wouldn't just be humans. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you you would have like little short dragonborns and, you know, big dragonborns. Yeah. Um, and I'm like not like completely dragonborn either i could see like you'd be like half and half like maybe you just have like sharp claws or something well and that's like the thing right is Depending you can on how much it affected you yeah. yeah it's 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 like being irradiated in dragon so you know everyone that's it's like yeah. a lot of people that are born there have tails some of them their skin's a little scaly a lot of them have claws yeah. instead of fingernails you know it's just little stuff yeah, like some that of them have the eyes with the slit yeah a lot of them have the slit pupils but then some of them were like like their family was really hit hard a long time ago and they're just dragons they're just you know dragons yeah and <laughs> the same thing for the animals dragons you know so like mm -hmm. dogs cats deer anything that was there is like a little reptilian now that's that's kind of cool I like that. and i like the idea too that it like has kind of like hit the personality so everyone there's like very like scholarly and a little bit okay. like, Ooh. like the culture of the city is very, have you seen the book? I have this I tome also, on bridges. 
So you mentioned the Crimson Tower. I like the idea of that being like a huge library. Oh yeah, and it is very blood or, red, or like like a mix of of, of like the a library and university type. Yeah, thing it's like the, yes, yeah, I like that idea. That's like at, in this city that was affected by the dragon. I like that idea of it being very like a yeah. Imagine if you want to go to university, it's like yes, you can go and learn arcane knowledge. But from you have to be cursed. But then you go there, and like by the time all the students come back, all of them have like slit pupils. Slit if you're there for oh, a long a cool time, thing, you get like the claws, you know. But that's like a cool thing. Is like you can tell the people who have gone to the up university because no matter like how you were before, you always have the slit pupils. That's yeah, kind of cool yeah. Thing. It's like a mark. So like of yeah, education. those who have like that knowledge. So I would say a lot of like because you know a lot of the magic classes have like high intelligence and stuff. Like so a lot of those classes, like you know, if you were a wizard or something, you have like the slit pupils. Yeah, it's like world. a that's symbol kind of, cool. of it. Well, and then that would be yeah, fun that, too awesome. because there are people that just live there, right? So if yeah. those people leave, everyone just assumes like, oh, you must be a wizard. You must be smart. And mm. then some of them are just oh, normal yeah. people that are like, no, I was a plumber. I'm not. That. Oh, you can get like some conmen from that, too. Yep. Like some dastardly plans. People yeah. wearing contacts to be like, I'm a wizard. Look at my eyes. You can tell, you know, that's yeah. a fun idea. I like that. All right. Yeah. Jordan, give me another one. Um, I like the idea of like, you know, not in this dragon city, but like another city that like is off to the side, like set up around a geyser or, Ooh, no, 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 no. Take that back. Set it like, this is still wintry city and it's set in a freaking huge crater. And at the bottom of that crater is like one of those chromatic. Lakes. I like that. Yeah, I, I like, like that it would be stuck low because yeah. then you could have a roof easily. Yeah yes oh yeah no like but yeah have like like i would say this would be the other big society i don't necessarily want to give this to the elves because i feel like the elves always have the coolest cities goblins 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 orcs i like orcs you know what's really good about that orcs you know they're like big hardy guys right yeah great for building this whole structure right you know freaking, yeah the dome well and this could be cool because it's like two sides of it right so the orcs are like because you know like me and you we're not like scientists we're engineers you know we like yeah make stuff work we're not necessarily learned like what do you think about yeah. the stars you know um that's maybe <laughs> dismissive of both scientists and engineers yeah, yes abs absolutely dismissive but whatever but you know it's like you go there and it's like way like grungier you know it's all steamy you know and it's like these big cool machines and they're like sitting oh, there like, i like the idea not necessarily stuff. going like the gear and stuff but i i do like this being like the very industrial yeah city. yeah yeah but also so so I, I like the two sides of it like you know the orcs are usually the ones who are like the tough the big guys are like a lot of times when people think of like a barbarian character, they think of an orc, but I, I like it being two sides where it is just like very industrious, very like, you know, people basically working in a steel mill, yeah. but then the other side, like the dome that they built over this geyser to help keep the heat in is like very ornate and just like, yeah, like it's brilliantly tons done of precious metals and just like, like it is brilliantly done yeah well and it uh, is I like, like the idea of it being industrious but also like there is this like art side of it where yeah. like they use some of the stuff they 
do um, make to kind of like sculpt the area. So like a lot of the buildings are pretty ornate with like linings of gold and stuff. See, but, I don't, I don't know if I would agree with that exactly, but ooh, but okay. close, right? Because my this is my freaking city. No, no, no. You have to agree. This is my city. <laughs> I'm yes, anding you. Just, just hear me out. Okay, here, sure, right? sure, sure, sure. Let's hear the end. It's a different aesthetic, right? Like the mm-hmm. orcs are maybe like. There's like a beauty and efficiency, right? So it's like all really clean, really precise. And I like the idea that their brand of science is way more intuitive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they it's less likely that you're going to see like absolutely perfectly detailed drawings on everything. But it's a lot more yeah, like uh, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Is, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like they just kind of like intuitively have good knowledge. And that's the ones that are successful. Um but I like the idea then that um, what they build is like efficient, but that doesn't mean ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and then like, so it's, you see different styles showing through from like the different orc craftsmen. Love this idea. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know why, but I, for some reason, remember the um, idea that we had a while back with like, the alternate world of friends where we made like the soul guys and all of that. For some reason, I started thinking of that. It's like the best episode we've ever done. Dear, 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 dear. Was one of them a giant spider? Like, yes. I think that was Phoebe or no, Rachel was the giant spider lady. Yes. Yeah. And then one of them was like, he threw people to the soul guys. Yeah, he like, was he like had, a like, guy who was feeding the soul people yeah. into the soul geyser, and he was supposed to be feeding his friend into the soul geyser, and just kept not doing <laughs> yes, it. Phoebe was always yeah. yeah. No, oh god, that, that was a, that was a fun one. That was I think one of our so favorite good. my favorite ones that we did on the spot. That was so stupid, but so good. Uh, okay, so, Hollywood, we're coming for you. <laughs> so I like the idea that these are two like the two biggest civilizations are the dragonborn and the orcs. Um, and what's kind of cool about that is the dragonborn, like we said, it's not just one group of people. It's a lot of different ones. Yeah. It's all. So I think that, so one of the questions on here is, you know, like, well, I completely forgot about the worksheet. No, that's fine. But like, okay. So I think these are the two wealthiest civilizations, right? Yeah, I agree. So then I would absolutely agree. I think that they are built around, Ooh, these are the two chromatic civilizations, right? Cause they're built around the two lakes, right? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um. And like, so ooh. And this is kind of okay. This is a fun idea for the Dragon City, right? So the Dragon City has the chromatic lake, but then it also has the, the like a blood lake. It's just another low area that's still full of that dragon's blood, you know. So it's just like okay. integral to that city. But anyways, so then rich versus poor. I think the wealth of a civilization or a city, because these are all like little dome cities. They're all very isolated from each other. Um. <laughs> Is basically related to the size of the geyser, right? These two yeah. are the most wealthy because they have a constant yeah, the, the heat source. One, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because of that lake is warm all the time. That's like a nice big warm battery, basically. Whereas all the other ones, it's like maybe you have a pond at best. But other than that, you're putting a cap on a geyser and hoping for the best, right? Um, yeah. So how do we imagine those? Because I have a feeling, but I, I want to. Okay, so give, give me yours, though. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Oh, no, no, you can talk more because I was just going to go completely opposite with my next one and just say uh, freaking nomadic, like going to fill in more on the nomadic civilization than the cold. Because I do like the, because we, like I said, we don't really see a lot of like winter based worlds in fantasy. And I like the idea of like having people 
like necessarily maybe maybe it's like a cultural thing or religious thing like rejecting the idea of like staying in one place around the geyser maybe it's like oh this is based off your survival and strength skill so like you want to go out into the wilderness in order to like you know build your character or whatever it may be i don't know maybe there's like a principle behind it but i like the idea of there being like not like one race like the orc city or whatever but like there being like a group of people who have become yeah maybe it is a religious thing have become nomadic and go out and like they follow some of these like spirit walkers or whatever i have a thought on this half spirit half human people here's my yes and it's the bards so it's not one race but it's one class largely because the bards used to be they would travel okay so when the dragon died that brought about the 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 frozen world right and like that like snow and blood and heat of that death is what created all the geysers that was a long time ago sure but the bards remember (laughs) when they used to travel from city to city singing and bringing joy to people right so now bards still want to travel so if you're going to be a bard that's now like a survivalist thing you have to be able to make it between cities to bring stories and song and music and happiness to people and that is like a religious thing for them you know yeah and and i like the idea of it being like very built around stories and like part of it is when they do like because there's obviously mon this is a DD world there's monsters in this world yeah so like they will tell stories about different monsters they see or different other like parts of this world because I'll, I'll say like maybe the whole entire world hasn't been explored so they go out and they do that because they want to find more stories i also like the idea this came up and i don't know if this is an official thing in D, but this came up with a character one of my friends made um, of a bard, where he's like, well, a bard doesn't always have to be a musician. No. It has to be someone who does some sort of performance art. So his Theater character was story. a dancer. Yeah. And I like the idea of it being like actors and dancers and musicians and like, like whatever, some sort of arts are the bards. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to be, like maybe there are specific groups of bards that, oh, we're musicians only. But like, I like the idea of it being like, you no, can be the type of, Arts the game that I'm playing in, I'm kind of playing a bard-ish character. There aren't classes, but I'm playing a bard character, and he does a uh, puppetry, does like children's puppet theater. Yeah. Anyways, I like that. um, but also the idea. This is now basically the postman. Sorry, I'm stealing the postman. This is basically becoming the postman. The postman I mean, do you not know this movie? The postman. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like a post-apocalyptic movie where the guy's like a con man. He's like riding around doing Shakespeare shows for like. post-apocalyptic villages well he stumbles he stumbles across a mail truck steals the mail and then uses that as an excuse to con his way into cities because he's like i have letters we're doing post again but then people give him letters and he actually accidentally restarts the postal service oh that's kind of as because it's the only way to communicate you have to actually have a guy walk between settlements between like wasteland right so the bards would be that like if you want to get information from another settlement you have to send the bards right so they are like this really pilgrimage I, is super important to them because it is how the world also talking. like the idea of there being a more because like i one of my favorite things in a lot of fantasy and also urban fantasy are like information brokers like those people who like will gather certain like sides of information yeah. and like sell it for a price like oh yes i know we're, like so i like the idea of there being like 
the bards are, you know, like the postmen and they like, you know, will go town to town, et cetera. But there's also like a side of it where like they basically use like there's like the nefarious, the rogues and stuff who use information to extort people and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And will gather specific information. So there's like kind of a dark side of the parts too. Right. There's ones that there's <laughs> ones that are believers that are like, we do this the right way. Well, and that like really maps well onto religion where it's like they all are going to yeah. call themselves bards. But it's like, you know, sometimes a bard walks in, you're like, you sure do care a lot about the amount of donation that you get, you know? Yeah. And then there's other ones that really mean it, you know, and are like, you know, they just take what they need to get to the next city and that's it, you know? I like that yeah. nuance, like though, it. that there's ones that are gaming it for sure. Have you have you seen yeah, the no, Righteous like Gemstones? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's anyways, it's an HBO show about like a family that's like a Oh, is that the one about the super church? Yeah, yeah. Just imagining oh, the righteous. I, I really need I need to watch there. that. <laughs> just yeah, like I, big I pompadours, so you know, funny. like huge hair, <laughs> big suits, you know. Um bring it bring ah, in the word from other towns for just a small donation. Just a just a little donation. Um I really Jeez. like that. Well, and that works well with what's out there is kind of like these like living spirits, you know, that are their own group that kind of sometimes help or hinder the bards. Very heaven and hell there. You know, you got good and bad spirits yeah. chilling out. No, no. This is coming along rather nice. Right. You had a thing that you were going to create was chromatic. No. There was something before I talked about the. Oh, 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 the, the smaller civilizations. Yeah. So the oh, not yeah, yeah, orcs yeah, yeah. and the not um, the not dragonborn civilizations. So I'm trying to decide how I think that works, like how a new civilization would be founded. I think some of them are existing, right? So some towns didn't die with the, the great ice, you know, they managed to capture steam quick enough. Um, so I think the means of capturing steam under a dome and keeping enough there to, you know, plant plants and have food varies from place to place. You know what I mean? So some of them did a good job. Some of them did a bad job. So it varies town to town, wherever you go, you know, how warm the city actually ends up being is kind of a big deal. Um, but I'm trying to think of like how founding a new one would go now that we brought up these bards. Cause I kind of like the idea that that's also a function of the bards is guiding people to like uncapped geysers. Oh, I like that. I do like the idea that like a lot of the civilization is like kind of guided or, helped by the bars yeah yeah so like there is like a part of the bar like, yeah because there's that side of them that like want to like find new stories and stuff and so they'll travel out with maybe like some people in order to like find a new civilization and that can be like the, the they're coming to it can be the story or the lore around that city that's what the bards get out of it while other people get the idea of can you get off my chair while other people get the idea of like they want to go and they create this new thing well and i yeah so i have a thought on this that's kind of grim but real is i think that there would be population caps otherwise like if you have yeah, a dome if you have this much steam coming out and you capture 100 percent of it it's like pretty immediate that you can run out of like if you build the dome bigger eventually you just it gets colder right so if you yeah. want a real hot city you have to have it be only a certain size you know and yeah. let's say all those cities are maxed out so i think that uh, like being a uh what's it called like a colonizer's not the word i'm looking for 
Yeah, um, I, 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 I don't settler. know what the word is either. Being a settler. Like settler. There we go. I was like, yeah, what's the not bad is version of that? Like, basically the way for you to go, like, I want to start a larger family, you know, or I want to either have my own ideas relevant within government or I want to, yeah, have a larger family. You know, like, this is maybe a lot of young people that want to have kids are like, well, you know, you can't right now. We have to wait 10 years before, you know, like this generation can't have kids. You have to wait. So they get a bard and go and try to settle a geyser. So it's really dangerous. It's really popular with young people um, because, it, you know, it's like I get to make the world anew, you know, and do my own thing. So I think you definitely see and those I, failed, you know. Yeah. And I like the idea that like a successful party that goes out and finds founds a new city is like a little bit of everybody that's like you get like more diversity the further out you go so like you would need someone who's like battle hardened and ready of like probably like one of the tieflings living deep down in the ground or like you would need someone to like help um you know the infrastructure like you know have a knowledge base so maybe someone from the university you would need people like yeah different people know how to build all this stuff you would need yeah you would need a, a decent chunk of people or yeah. you know you do what some settlers do and you're just like we'll be made safe and then you die you know yeah and that's the thing that happens also yeah yeah this is this is the grim like, dark part of it for you is it's which it which is also an idea like like that's still like maybe the bards go out and they see like this failed civilization that's a another story you can oh do. yeah like i was gonna say you know whenever you see a cracked dome you like know it went bad you know whenever you it's um, like oh we put a dome up and you just see it like, I, that's a really interesting image shattered. you go yeah see like the big crack yeah through it, and that's just like that's a very cool image like oh yeah like oh maybe like there's like been this tale from certain bars saying oh there is this like perfect city outside of the two major superpowers and people go and you just like see the cracked dome and like oh crap this is a failed civilization no okay this is I this I, is i i don't mean this in like a pervy way you're gonna say something mean to i know no oh, no i i it's one of the questions is are couples married are they monogamous uh or polygamous or polyg po polygamous polyamory everywhere poly well it's polygamous no okay so actually though i think that that would be way more likely in this type of civilization well, polyamory yeah, yeah because you have you can't i agree with you yeah because not everyone <laughs> can have kids right and yeah. if you're sending a settlement out that is almost like generally a family thing what space um the dragon curse makes you sterile Anyways, keep going. <laughs> now, that's kind of an interesting... That's actually not uninteresting. Is that, like... <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like what I just said. No, but I mean, it's like a real thing that does happen with, like, hybrided animals. Like, that can happen. Like, I think, what is it? Like, donkeys are sterile and... Uh, yeah, mules. Mules are. And uh, what are the, like... Tigons or whatever they're called, ligers. Ligers. Actually, I believe a tigon is a real thing. I think that a liger is okay. one like male and female, and a and a tigon is oh. the opposite. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Do you know how I know that? Because you're weird freak. Napoleon Dynamite had a whole rant that, about tigons. I've never watched that movie. Never. Watched <laughs> you don't it. need to. It's fine. But I, I I heard it does not hold up. I could absolutely believe it does not hold up well. But anyways um yeah zero surprise on my face i want to now i'm like interested in this city where they have to have people they have to have new people show up you know what i mean 
where like yeah. having people come to be cursed is like a part of it and what would be interesting there is it's like how long well, the you benefit spend... is like great power well <laughs> and it's like how long you spend there is the more dragony you become and the less likely it is that you can have children okay. so like when people first show up they might be able it. to have kids and then like either like a few generations or like 20 years down the road you probably can't anymore that's actually kind of an interesting notion but it com- what comes with it, though, is, like, this blessing of the dragon, you know, that is, like, consistent. Yeah, great power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually don't hate that, Jordan. That's actually kind of cool. Okay. Because it would also... Cool, ex- we'll keep it in. I was going <laughs> to... No, because it would also explain why they don't conquer the world. And, like, that sounds grim. Yeah, true. But they can't be dynastic, right? Like, they can't leave it to their kids. Um, mm-hmm. So they would have to, like, anyone that stays there knows, like, I'm committing myself to this, but it means that... I'm doing it just for like the knowledge of it. I can't make something that lasts longer than me, at least not. And also it means that they can't spread themselves too thin. Like they can't bring everyone in the same bubble because then no one would have kids anymore. And like the whole civilization mm-hmm. would die out. So they have to limit themselves. That's actually kind of a cool idea. I'm, I'm, I'm actually fully in favor of this. Okay. Um, yeah, no. we'll, okay. We'll do it. Um, so I, I do like the idea that like family structures are more complicated and more like mm, they're they're like more communal, right? So like people that yeah, and I was gonna say it's like that would also make sense. Like the the family structure, the party that you go to try to find a new civilization that is like a relationship well, that like you all are in it for each other. Well, and like there's this thing I, I was talking about this with people like jokingly about you know like some of my friends have joked about like oh you know we should all like buy houses together so we could all like help each other with our kids you know like make friend compounds yeah yeah no you, you, i i know exactly what friends you're talking about yes well uh, yeah and it's like I, I told them i would live in their basements <laughs> well and it's like this like the joking thing of that is like oh, yeah you guys are all you know having sex now and it's like well swingers it's yeah. like that is a funny joke but also what i actually need is people to live with me that can help with kids because that would be wildly convenient to i'll live in your basement if you if you move to want to watch my children all the time for no pay yeah (laughs) um yeah i'll i mean my rent will be so much lower (laughs) well and it's like it's a real thing that like when you have really young kids like having one other adult in the house is suddenly means you can like have a like you can make time for romance way easier with your spouse you know what i mean but that's also kind of a thing that was in the D&D movie where um, Michelle Roger Barbarian characters, yeah. like, you know, they weren't a couple, but she was taking care of that dude. Yeah, kid. they were family, but that that doesn't necessarily yeah, just but, mean romantic. And so I like the idea yeah. that, like, so I guess maybe that's not what polygamous means specifically, but I like well, this yeah, idea not, that, that... That's that's a style of a relationship that could exist. Right. I like this idea that, like, families are chosen and way bigger because they have to cohabitate in smaller spaces. So, like, yeah. you know, like, right now, what's popular in our country is, like, single family dwellings, but, like, that wouldn't be able to work when you have, like, a very limited space. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta have yeah. denser structures of people... Um, so I kind of like that idea. Anyways, um, how do they deal with old age? Um, I don't think people live too long in this world. Other than the scholars, because I feel like once you get the magical power, you're like, you know. I think old age. Do, like as harsh as it is, like, I do feel like this world is harsh enough that like you don't live to like 90. I think you can. Well, depending. On I think race. orcs and dragonborn live a long time. 
I think yeah, that in sure. the the better a civilization is, the more old people stick around. I do think that there is like a grim reality of knowing like well, elves are immortal. I would say that I would say the the bards are probably like depending on what race you are, the bards are probably younger, usually. Younger. Um I could see them sticking around longer if they can do it. You know what I mean? If if they can. Because yeah, I sure, think they probably die of exposure though. most, right? Like they just freeze yeah. eventually. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the group would be like the life expectancy of a bard is lower than most other races. But I think that some amount of like the, there's a there's a Star Trek The Next Generation episode where there's a civilization that like all the old people like kill themselves at the age of 60. Like they just always every old person dies at the age of 60. Um, Sounds like my kind of civilization. Hey. Well, and it's like it's uh, intentional. It's like we like growing yeah, old saying. sucks and it's dehumanizing I 60 blow my brain so down. <laughs> just at 60 we're done and it's like that like one of the old dudes falls in love with someone on the ship and she's like you can still live like another 20 happy healthy years and he's like yep nah maybe or i can he's like but this is how my civilization does it so i think it's like pretty common that that's just like the case in smaller more like hard scrabble colonies or settlements it's like yeah. you're you hit a certain age it's like you you gotta just go give yourself to the snow <laughs> you know yeah okay bye <laughs> maybe that's what it is is like when you hit a certain age it's like you have to make a pilgrimage and if you can live through that you can keep living and if you can't oh that's kind of then fun. you don't you know so it's like a celebration like he's off on his gray pilgrimage and it's like and it's like well, 80 percent of people don't make it through that <laughs> Yeah, but the people who do are like, like, you know, revered. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Those legends. Those are more stories that the bards tell. The people who did like go on these journeys. Yep. yep. And I would say again that exists in certain races because like other races have long, like are immortal. Elves yeah. have were basically immortal. I think what orcs, humans, dragons you know, are around the same life expectancy. What's interesting then is I bet elves are probably the most likely to go and found other civilizations because if they want to have kids, yeah. they have to go and make another space for those kids to live. So I think that elves are probably some of the most like hard, like winter hardened, brutal people because it's like you want to have kids, Ooh. you have to go make it across the snow, build a dome and not die in it. That's being an elf, you know, whereas humans, it's like, well, you I, can I like just that. like keep the birth rate down and you're fine. You know, like just have kids at the same rate that people are dying. You're good. But the elves, it's like, no, yeah. it's it's grim. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. rough for elves. Not I, I love how most of the sadness of this episode has come from you and not me. <laughs> hey. I'm, lo I'm losing my edge, guys. Right? I'm losing my edge. All right, Jordan, you brought up a dragon died on this world. I've said some things. Give me the history before the cold before the frost became life tell me what this world was like before the frost be i okay so we made the joke about it being a dragon war we had ak's but i do like the idea of it being a dragon war like like because in DD, dragons aren't always just like monsters who just breathe fire and just fly around like some dragons are extremely yeah intelligent. most of them are very smart and timeless yeah like so so i like the idea that like you know the world was um like 
and this is going to be all on the spot, so you'll have to fill in as I go through this. But I, but I do like not necessarily harmony, but like the different races did like live on the surface. There wasn't like a great frost, and maybe there was one area of the Arctic that like had a bunch of like ice dragons, and they're all very smart, and they're like, oh well, we want more power in this world and like maybe the dragons did these ice dragons specifically maybe there weren't any other but like these ice dragons did start a war it's like we can live in these harsh environments why shouldn't the world be all of this why should we be delegated to this one area and so they started trying to free us the world and then there was a huge war maybe the other dragons walked back and they were wiped out because of the cold and then yeah because you know warm-blooded and all that whoops <laughs> but yeah and then like i guess one of the leader of the dragons was probably like a huge like elder dragon like gigantic white dragon and yeah and um killing that dragon into the war and drove all the other like little smaller like ice dragons out so like we see them they're still there there's like i said there's monsters all over this world Ooh. but like the but yeah they like try they tried and succeeded to freeze the world like basically terraform the world to fit them because yeah why should we only be in the arctic circle screw that we want all of this land and out of greed because whatever elder dragon who had been living there for however many thousands of years is like no i want more and then yeah and so there's still i guess followers of that dragon's belief are like okay the world's cold now but why don't we have a large portion of this and that's kind of like a conflict that rises up every now and then okay how does that so sound? i like a lot of yeah, this like i said now come, I'm, come fix this. i'm a yes and some yeah. stuff right because i love this idea yeah yeah come fix this so <laughs> small dragons still fly around right so that last conflict mm, yeah. between so the, i think the goal of the ice dragons and this has always been this was kind of my my dragon world way back when we did a dragon world you know yeah and it was like oh, it was to conquer right? well Is yeah that, it's like if what a dragon is is this, and then there's nothing less to conquer. Yeah, it's like it will reduce anything around it to ash if you do not hold them in check, right? So mm -hmm. you know, it's like this totally scorched world with dragons still just laying in the ashes, waiting for something to kill, but they've already won, right? Um, yeah. So that's sort of what happened here, right? Is these ice dragons were like, we're winning. We're going to freeze the whole world. It will all be ours, you know. But then, yeah, that last big fight that made the Dragonborns, you know, was this last fight between these two dragons, right? This giant, mm. um, you know, this giant oh, fire dragon and this giant ice dragon fought to the death at the point of the Crimson Peak, right? Or at the Crimson Tower, right? Yeah. That was what made that whole civilization, that pool of blood, the Dragonborn. But that didn't kill all of the ice dragons. It's just all of the sucky ones are left. So they're actually not yeah, powerful saying, like, enough to finish the job, right? It's just these little suck dragons that are still flying around. Like occasionally they'll break a civil, they'll break a you know a dome. They'll tr but they can't touch the orcs. They can't touch the dragonborn. They know this because they know they'll get yeah wiped they'll out. lose yeah. and then they'll be dead forever. So they're biding their time, hoping you know. Meanwhile, then the religion of the world. Um, and this is kind of a cool juxtaposition, right? So the religion of the dragonborn is all about like, we will wait for the dragon to be reborn. You know, they think someday one of them will become or a new dragon will be born. Like an egg will be found. It'll be hatched. 
and we'll have our great fire dragon to melt the world. The orcs are like, we will build that. Like, we will create. Yes, we're going. Yeah, we're going to build this. They want to just it to they naturally have happen, get their fire dragon back so we can thaw. The yeah. orcs are like, we're going to figure yeah, out yeah. how to thaw the world. <laughs> like, we're going to we're going to like make that, that yeah, work, yeah. you know. Um, but I like that, that. But then, you know, as you're traveling, like if you see an ice dragon, they hate anything that's warm blooded. Right. Anything that has its yeah. own heat. They're like, freeze it. Kill it. I like the idea since they don't need heat, like in they like some of them because they're like they're pathetic. Some of them. Oh are yeah, they're like, well, we can't we can't fight Ill. a city. We can't we we can't, we can't fight a city. We can't we can really only like f up some bards maybe walking around. So some of them are like hiding under the ice because they have nothing else to yeah. do. So like you know maybe like you go and like accidentally step on one and that starts about like just from under the ice. Oh this like hill that we thought we were walking up is actually a dragon well and i love the idea too that what the bards know about most and this is like a thing that bards know that can help them survive and it's very charisma driven for the bards is most -hmm. of the dragons that are left are all deserters they're cowards they're people that they're they're the dragons that ran from battle so it's like they'll jump up and be like i'm gonna kill you and it's like if you throw a torch right in their face and get big they're like oh run away yeah I, I also like yeah like vicious mockery being like the best thing yeah you use against the dragon it's like oh yeah you little loser what are you gonna do it's like okay fine like there's more of us now than there were um, he's like ah! <laughs> you know also adding more dynamic between some of the races like we said like the dwarves and the tieflings live underground so i, I like the idea that there's kind of like a disdain or a little bit of distrust among some of the earth races within because when the ice and fire stuff started happening they're like okay World's turning to ice. We're just going to get out of here. Ooh. And they just like left everybody else to deal with it. That is interesting. I like that kind of thing. I like- so, so it's not like, not everybody's like, oh, I hate these people. It's like some people, like if you go into Orc City as a dwarf, like some people just kind of like give you a look. It's like, okay, yeah, you're of these people well, who just like abandon us. Now a tiefling, <laughs> us to die. as I understand it, is like your parents basically like had sex with a demon, right? And then you're a tiefling? Yeah. Is that, is that right, Yeah. Um... In some case, I don't think that's. I think it might also be like long ago when your lineage, your someone, someone had demon, someone somewhere, someone banged a demon, right? And now you have. So here's my thought, right? The world's turning cold. There's humans, elves, dwarves, whatever that start making deals with demons to like be able to survive in the molten core oh yeah so these are people that like kind of signed a deal with the devil but it's not those people it's those people's kids 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 that now are you know yeah "Yeah, okay i was born in hell city and i have horns like sorry it was how my it's how my parents survived you you know (laughs) but yeah everyone's kind of like traitor you're kind of you're a little bit satan you know um the dwarves i don't think they've ever been surface people like I, I kind of like the idea. No, hear okay. me out. When sure. I'll give you no, I'll when give the geysers you. started happening, it broke the Earth's surface and made these steam tunnels, and people started exploring down in them and found dwarves, just like these n- naked dudes, just like ripped and glistening. Just like what's up? <laughs> we live down here, and I kind of love. It's like a killing you with kindness thing where people don't like them, but it's because they're way <laughs> yes. too friendly. Like you go yes. down and see no, dwarves, I love it. they're hugging. <laughs> immediately just like it's oh like, my uh, gosh it's so could good you, to see you could you not 
could, could, like could, you're could you not you're greasy no, somehow. Stop, get please. off. Please stop. Just stop. Get off. Get well, off. Get and like that is like a thing when like different cultures <laughs> run into each other. Like what's considered normal can be really different, which it's like neither is wrong, but it's like social norms for dwarves. Like, yeah, we hug. Obviously, immediately we hug. It's good to see you hug. And it's like dragonborns that are like these like really like stiff, like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kind of frustrating people. Yeah, just like <laughs> get off. No. <laughs> They're just, and they're always standing just, just, way too close. Yeah. Just like, hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, do you want to just <laughs> I like the idea. Uh, I apologize for saying this, but I like the idea of sitting way too close. Just dick. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Because like, it's like they've like, never could worn clothes. Not like because they wouldn't have a way to make fibers and they don't hunt. So they would have no way to make leather or loincloths. They would have no reason to. So they're just like, this is normal. Yeah. What up? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love, <laughs> I gross. love these gross. greasy little dwarves <laughs> that are just like slimy. I know you. You have to add your weird, nasty whimsy. What it this. what it is is that I have small children that are just somehow always wet and sticky. You know, Ew. just damp all the time. Children, just damp. I don't like it. You know, <laughs> like I'm not a fan. It's something of it. you get used to. Is you every just, time like, you describe like sticky, I just. Because I don't like like stickiness. I don't like things that are good. I don't either. <laughs> that there are beings in this world just covered in stickiness and goop just makes me like, what nah. it is. And by this world, I mean our world. Like kids always covered in goop. I'm just like, what nah, it is, nah, is nah. I'll walk into a like room and one of my children is just taken off his clothes and is now sticky everywhere. And I'm just like, Ugh. and then he wants a hug. Oh, and I'm like, just no, no. Yes, like, it's just. I don't. I don't like it. Ew. I don't like goop. <laughs> You're just gross. Like, can you shower, please? <sighs> Spray them off. Describing my hell. They're just covered in marker. You know, like, where did you even yeah. find that marker? Like, I don't know. <laughs> we don't own markers. <laughs> How? How did you get <laughs> a marker? Like, where are you getting this from? Yeah. Um. <sighs> I'm so upset. Okay, we talked about religion. We talked about sentiment. I think we're almost set, dude. Like, I don't, I don't. Think yeah, man. Honestly, we've basically do. done everything except daily life. What's a day in the life of an orc like? Um, I was just gonna start quoting a day in the life by the Beatles. Like, oh yeah, you read the news. Um, yeah, you you go down the street, you see this. Yeah, uh, song's super sad. Anyways, um, day in the life of an of an orc, Jordan the last question i feel like it's just like there, there's sides of it whereas like some are like working to perfect the city and then there's others who are i don't know doing other jobs i feel like i don't i'm not gonna say capitalistic but i feel like it is a lot of work and a lot of like building up this perfect city now that's an interesting question about because because you were set like we had already established that like oh yeah like the religious people they want like the one day like by using the magic to find someone who can use the power of the great dragon and melt the world and the orcs are like now nah, we're just gonna build the perfect world and i like the idea that they're always working to build that i actually or there are some that are always i kind of like what, the idea that it's that? not like this is gonna be a shock to you the orcs are my favorite right now um <gasps> but here's my thought is it's actually pretty competitive like it's very cutthroat you know um this is one of those things where like i said it's all it's all it's all like um apprentice like craftsmen 
there's okay. you know they run their own shop and then you have apprentices and those apprentices rank up and then you get to eventually have your own shop and then you get to start hiring apprentices you know it's very guild driven you know so like if you're a young orc like being a rock star is getting in with one of the good guilds or one of the good shops you know and <gasps> you know yeah. you have to prove that you can make something excellent to do that so you know you spend all your time studying okay. building constructing and then you have to like go and demo that but that itself is like a pretty cutthroat thing you know what i mean it's like people are breaking each other's stuff you know like you leave your like demonstration of your skill out on a table someone's coming by and smashing it with a hammer being like oh you broke us that sucks you know i i, I like the idea that like they're are sides of it that are very communal let's build the city but i also like the idea of there being like a reality show of the super cut oh yeah thing. yeah well i just like i just like the idea of that like being part of like the theatrics of the society like yeah like there are some who want to be the best and they want to be the ones who design whatever or build whatever up and they want to be in charge of this so they have like a competition to do that well and that's where your like thing comes in I don't and know. i think if you have I'm ambition talking. in that city like if you have ambition in that civilization it requires you to be at the very least extremely guarded if not actively divisive <laughs> you know what i mean um but that being said i do <sighs> think there's a lot of people that don't do that but if you want to yeah, be like the big head honcho orc crafting person. So ca capitalism without direct capitalism. Um, yes. I would say it's not capitalism because they, you're not, I don't think, ooh, well, that's a question. Does capital, I don't think it's capitalism because I don't think that the access to resources, I don't think you have a lot of people owning each other's time, right? Because like a cap in capitalism. Yeah what you'd have is you'd have like a manager who or you'd have like a business owner who hires craftsmen and then makes profit off of their work right that's like at a base yeah. sense what capitalism is is there's people that own the means pr to production but i think the technology is still low enough that you don't really have a need for that because like i don't think the machinery has to be owned and in fact maybe it specifically isn't right because the notion here is it's like if you have the skill you get what it is right so this would be like um there's a term for it it's not capitalism it's a it's like a meritocracy you know which has its own shortcomings but i do think a lot of the world is very like meritocratic where it's you have to be able to prove that you deserve this or you don't get it you know what i mean that because then it would be like if you're in charge of a shop you can get like dueled for that oh that's fun yeah 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 like the way that you stop being a master craftsman is you get dueled for it you know like one of your students challenges you and if they beat you i will say i feel like out. it has to be like a student yeah thing, yeah though. yeah like you can't just come out from outside and be like i'm doing this guy uh, i and think that's a very animated thing like i'm the chosen one comes in and like duels the person and then <laughs> becomes the master i think that that's know. what I, I, but i like this comes from a student i thing. think that would be like a merger <laughs> if if, a, if like oh, someone true, from yeah. another place comes over and is like you're not good enough you don't deserve to be here and i can prove it to you i like that idea yeah that's kind of fun cutthroat orc coming to a um station near you well and it's like um being a knife smith um 
you know you have to get like stamps to to like because like if you're like a journeyman yeah, and if you're not good enough you get stabbed with that knife. <laughs> no but like you have to like do <laughs> you have to like craft a knife and then they like test it to breaking and if your knife breaks yeah we we've all seen forged in fire we know well it's it's way less cool than <laughs> your that. knife will cut it's it's way less cool than that i've seen people doing getting their journeyman stamps and it's it's being like a journeyman knife maker is insane the stuff that like it is so precise and so fascinating it's like making a magic item like i'm like this is crazy the stuff that these things can do but it just looks like a knife you know it looks really boring because it's yeah. like it isn't about making it look fancy yeah, it's, it's just that's that's not a knife this is a knife and it's just a normal yeah knife. but okay. you, it, you can cut copper with it and it doesn't go dull ever and i'm like okay yeah. um uh, but yeah, I like that idea yeah, that it's, I, it's like a craft duel. Cutthroat or yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I like it a lot. I think I, I mean, like I said, I think we're pretty much finished. Unless you have anything else you want yeah, to Yeah, the dragon's hierarchy is entirely based on if you haven't died yet from overexposure to dragon goo. And it's like intellect. I, well, yeah, I mean, I feel like there is like, yeah, if you have so much dragon goo, you will eventually just like eat it. But I also like the idea that a lot of like the professors or the people like running like some of the stuff at the university are like like almost full dragons at this yeah. point because they've been there so long. Well, and that that is like a that's like a life that's like a that's a death sentence eventually. Like they know it's like you want to yeah. stay there, you want to keep going. Yeah, and so you do have to like pass down your knowledge yeah. to someone. Because you can't, like, yeah, you gain this power and you will have the opportunity to, like, whatever. But, yeah. Well, and that's the chosen one that they're waiting for, right? Is we're going to find someone yeah, who can fully embody. True does, like, either, yeah. Who can yeah. make this yeah, no, transformation like and become our new dragon. We'll find that person eventually. So everyone that stays believes they have it in them. <laughs> and no one yeah. has yet. Yeah. And no one does. Well, that is like... I'm sorry, no one has If yet. you get sent to the headmaster, he's just like a small dragon, <laughs> you know? Like, he's barely... He's maybe got a thumb left, you know? Other than that, he's a dragon. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like, yeah, he, he's like... This is like, But I feel like, like the more you stay, like, yeah, you start to turn full dragon, but then it also still keeps building on itself, so you kind of become, like, almost deformed at a point. Where it's like, you're becoming, like, yeah, like, like large scale. Like, you're just kind of becoming such a thing. Like, it's building on itself. And you, like... like So, like, the like headmaster, the one who's been there the longest, is, like, someone who can, like, barely move because, like, he is, like not only just full dragon but like this complete monstrosity well and that's kind of cool then because then like you're like really cool professors can fly you know like they yeah, haven't gone fun. far enough so they have wings and they actually work so there's like this brief 10 years where it's like i can fly where things are great yeah you have all this power. Yeah. yeah that's exactly like you build up the power but you do there is like a deadline on this so yeah. yeah i can fly i can do all this but eventually i will be just like confined to my dragon body unable to move yeah yeah i like that that's cool this is this yeah, is no, this is a grim yeah, world no. jordan you made a grim world congratulations we made a grim world that was fun to make sorry i was talking to my wife yeah i i, I noticed i i i saw not everybody can have a happy life and happy wife i don't know the, the, you trying to be like my life whoa is me for my life oh, yeah, and no. i'm like have you been woken up at two in the morning recently because your kid just decided to start i thought you were gonna go walls? down like a conspiracy right have you been woken up and it's like yes yes kitty 
I'm just saying. But no, I I love having children. No, I mean, like, I I make these jokes because I'm in a good place in my life where I was like, oh, no, I'm comfortable where I am. (laughs) That's all. I'm happy with myself. That's what I'm trying to say to you, Kelly. I'm glad you're happy. Why are you laughing at me as you shove food in your your face? It was a really good cheese curd. Oh, oh yeah, you did go to Culver's. Well, my wife went to Culver's. I've I've been tr- trying to do that healthy eating, and I've been actually sticking to it. So I haven't had like cheese curds and stuff for a bit. Miss well, it. I miss it a lot. I haven't had a cheese curd in a bit either. Like two to ten seconds. It's been that long. Yeah, that, that's yeah. It depends on <laughs> that long since last. Think one of one of my favorite texts I've ever sent was to my friend. I'm like, yeah, the relativity of time. I don't know what that means. <laughs> because he's like oh yeah it's like we just got off this road i'm like i it's like as far as how long this takes or where you are at in the like space of time i don't know (laughs) what that means like how long should i wait for you (laughs) but anyways yeah i I, I like this world like honestly this is this will actually be kind of fun to do like a campaign and am i gonna do it i'm not i'm not ever running a campaign ever again uh we've discussed this is not on right now i have three next campaigns no you i'm not as I say, I'm not telling you to run this. No, <laughs> no, I just, I do have three campaigns lined up right now, and this is none of those three. Jeez, dude. Well, I, I say no, three. Not, I, I re- what I mean is, I have to pick one of those three, but I have three ideas that I'm... Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, I, I get you. But yeah, no, I just, I like the idea a lot, but I'm not in the time, place, or mindset to ever run Dungeons & Dragons ever. It's a hassle. <laughs> it's a lot to do. Yeah. It, it's a lot, and I, and I honestly, I've learned I like playing more than I like running. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's that's all we got to the code. You want to do plugs? Uh, yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. We kind of need to do an announcement. So remember how we like we're like, oh, we're gonna write a story. Oh together. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like our last episode before I had Will on. Yeah, remember how we were gonna do that whole thing? Yeah, because Cody literally has not had even a moment to write a story with me. We're gonna scrap that for the time being, save it for a later date, and do other smaller stuff. So the next thing we will be doing is Cody also came up with a supplement idea. Uh, supplement. Technically, Caitlin came up with of, it. Just saying, Caitlin came up with it. I stole it. From okay, her. Caitlin. I you'd never even told me that Caitlin came up with this, so that's interesting. I like stealing people's ideas, Jordan. That's why I yeah, seem no, clever. Um, Kate, so the wonderful, the wonderful Caitlin has been on this show before, who's great and has great ideas for this show, and it's not just coming from Cody. Okay, um, first Caitlin, of all, again, Caitlin came up with this. She's idea. not wonderful. <laughs> she's perfectly handsome. <laughs> Jeez. You, God, you are so awkward, Cody. <laughs> you are just so awkward. Um, but yeah, no, Caitlin came up with this wonderful idea where Cody and I will both be, um, you know, we're going to get the same prompt and then we're going to both write a scene and we'll see how it turns out. Cody's going to write his scene. I'm going to write mine. So the first one we're going to do is kind of a Star Wars themed one because I've been in the Star Wars headspace is a Sith and a Jedi trying to convert. Each and then other. they end up falling in love. So. Well, no, no, no. That's what you put on it. I didn't put that on mine. Yeah, but that's a good yeah, one. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, sure, Cody, but that's not what the whole prompt is. Anyways. But so, Cody, you got um plugs. Check me out at the Wandering Gamer Network, where currently I'm running a game about going for a walk in the woods. And Zach is running a game about, uh, what's it called? Uh... 
I don't Machiavelli. know. Machiavelli. He's running a Machiavellian, uh, you know, like. You immediately lost my. Gosh, interest. man, I'm really doing a bad job of describing yeah. this. You do a I'm, horrible job describing I'm things terrible, because you're man. like, oh yeah, it's like I really like this thing. It kind of sucks. It's boring, but I loved it. I'm like, why would I ever want to read? You know, that? man, <laughs> he's doing. It's like a game of. It's a game about uh, like battling over who gets. I'll have Zach come on and tell what. The yeah, game that's is probably about a better idea. I really feel like I bungled that. Yeah. and I feel bad about it. I'm gonna text Zach and just be like, "Hey, can you like give me a description of what you're up currently?" Yeah, so that way you can so just read like that. Read um, also, I stream yeah, sometimes Cody, at the Wandering Underscore Gamers or at Wandering Underscore Gamers. I was gonna say you stream tomorrow, but by the time this comes out, yeah, that's technically I'll be streaming tomorrow. Time. Right now, I'm playing through Mario 64, and hopefully, I'll also be playing oh, through Zelda. Huh? Oh, I cannot wait. How, how's Mario? Mario 64, 64 going? is one of the greatest games that's ever been made. And like, yeah, so I've been down. told, but I've never it's played it anyway. So good. Yeah, never played it. Cool. You should give it a shot. I didn't play. I mean, I didn't play Ocarina of Time until adult years. And that's like the other like lauded game on the um, N64. Never played those as a kid. Um, Majora's Mask gave me nightmares. And did you have yeah. like video games growing up or did you just have like PlayStation growing up? Yes. No, 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 no. We had, um, so my parents had the NES, which they bought for themselves. <laughs> um, and then the yes NES, which was like a half and half day. And then my brother got uh, N64 for one Christmas. And then after that, I think we started buying our own systems. And you just. Because we got an Xbox. You didn't. Yeah. I just, we just play never Mario, had 64 Mario 64 or Ocarina of Time. I, yeah, no, I don't know That's why. That's crazy. I really don't know why. Oh, yeah, I knew that because you, you yeah, wanted to um, play Kirby on my N64 in college because that was like a game that you played. I ha Yes, that, yeah, as I say, I played a lot of Star Fox, a lot of Kirby, a lot of Smash Bros. Um, there was a really crappy Mega Man game I played. Um, I remember that game. We played a lot of Vigilante 8. <laughs> uh, remember when we tried to replay that um, before I moved <laughs> yeah! to Denver and, it, and we both just got so mad because it's so jank I'm like how did I sit here and play hours of oh also the game I sunk hours into Superman 64 we thought it was a, a hard game we didn't realize it was a bad yeah, game yeah sorry about that <laughs> yeah sunk hours that we we got more than halfway through it I mean um in for the most part, that game without emulator is like unbeatable <laughs> because it glitches out so hard at the end. But yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, so my plugs, you can check me out on the wandering. I'm kidding. Um, you can check me out at my tw Twitch channel, something I guess zero zero on um, twitch.tv forward slash something I guess zero zero, where I stream on Wednesdays with my beloved friend Will, who was on this previous episode, where we talk about anime and stuff. So if you liked what you heard with Will, you can check out our streams where we talk about anime and diversity and all sorts of stuff. Um, and then you can check out my other podcast, The Side Characters. We're going to be releasing an episode soon where I talk about like my journey through music and stuff and also like a lot of things dealing with like race and music and misogyny and music. So yeah, we'll have to um definitely listen to that and that's all I got. So thanks guys for listening. Cody you got anything else? The Dungeons and Dragons movie was good. Yeah, it's great. Also John Wick Four. Was it good? Was I like in the same Yeah, John Wick Four. I mean I really like John Wick Four. I like John Wick. Did you like John Wick three? Yeah, 
I see. I think I think that's that's the difference between me and you. It's like I think that yeah, John Wick three definitely was the weakest of them. Yeah. Um, that that you've seen, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, I kind of like. I don't want to say like I didn't like it. It was I I had fun watching it, but I wasn't like. Like, after two, I was amped up for three, and after three, I'm just kind of like, meh. Yeah. It's fine. You know? Yeah. I, I really enjoyed four. Like, it, they're, they're just fun movies. One of my favorite action series of all time. We need to end the show. Um, thanks for watching. Watching crap. I'm a weeble long brain. I'm just letting you end this, Jordan. <laughs> Yep. Well, I was about to say it's like, well, we should end this show how we end Weebolog, but we usually just um say screw you nerds at the end of Weebolog and um one of us flips off the screen and we cut the black. Hey, how about this? <laughs> so I, I don't dislike anyone that listens to this personally. I hope you we'll listen again. We'll catch you at the next Bye. Demon Feast and the flip side. Bye.